Welcome to another edition of Best Women's Boxing Show Period. I'm Cynthia Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf, and we are here with the businessman. It's a businessman, Keyshawn <laughs> Davis. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. It's our- yes, ma'am. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you. So, Keyshawn, I'm going to get right to it because you made some noise a couple months ago. You got busted with marijuana in your system. And so the fight that you're now fighting, Jose Pedraza, is back on. What happened here? Can you just be very frank and honest about it? Oh, yeah. I was smoking a fight week. Fight, I was smoking fight week, and I didn't. Fuck it. I got caught with, with, with marijuana. Um, when I did get caught, you know, I made a statement like, I was mad because they took my win away, and I feel like they was doing too much with that. A lot of people got caught with PEDs, and they got a little suspension, a little slap on the wrist, and kept going. I got caught fucking marijuana, and they took my my win away. So that kind of hit home for me. Um, and I made a comment saying, I mean, basically, I don't care. I'm still gonna do what I do. Yeah, I don't give. A f- I don't care. Understand what I'm saying? Bob Aaron walked up to me, and he was basically saying, "But that was our fault." We never gonna have you fight there again. You don't gotta worry about that problem again. So like everybody, even on my promotional team, was on my side. Shout out top rank. <laughs> everybody was on my side, so it just gave me more ammunition to not care. But um, honestly, I was wrong. I was wrong for smoking for one. And I was wrong for that statement. Um, as I reflected on myself coming into this fight, um, I quit smoking, not because of what I felt. But because of God, God told me you need to put the weed down, and um, God work in mysterious ways, and um, I don't even I don't even crave weed no more. When I smell it, it stinks and stuff. It's it's, it's weird. It's a weird feeling. But God said, keep on. You need to be, you know, you need to we need to reach your full potential, not just inside the ring, but we need to reach your full potential outside the ring too. You got a lot of people behind you. You got you a big influencer. And for you to reach that, you got to stop smoking. I listen to God and I stop smoking. The impression that I've had of you is that you're already a, an intelligent person. You are investing your money well. You have a definite plan for your life. Or were things happening to you during that time that you sought comfort in it? Or was it more medicinal things? Because some athletes like it to treat you know, injuries and, and aches and pains. What was happening with you during that time that you wanted to go that way? Um, Honestly, I've been, I would say, addicted to weed since I was about 17 years old when I went into the mental home. In the mental home, I was taking medication, and once I got released on Halloween, weird, oddly, got released on Halloween, and the doctor was basically saying, Keyshawn, you're going to at least have to take this medication for at least like a year. I got off the medication within like four months because I'm just so mentally tough that I never even wanted to take it, and I never got back on the medication. But I was always smoking since I got out the mental home. So for me, just coping with my mental health with them off on the medication, I was using marijuana as well. So up until I was 17 to 24, I've been smoking. And me personally, I just never felt nothing wrong with it because weed is not something you can overdose off of. Weed is a plant, you get it from the earth. And like I said, you can't overdose off it. It's just weed, you know what I'm saying? So I was okay with saying, 
I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't want to stop smoking. Like, okay, I'm addicted to smoking. I don't care. It's weed. Like, I don't care. I was one of them. You feel what I'm saying? Waking up, smoke. Before I train, smoke. Train, smoke. Eat, smoke. Like, I was one of them. You understand what I'm saying? And still competing on a high level. So now that I finally put it down after years of me just doing it, I think this fight is going to show, like, my, my starting my true potential. Mm-hmm. I think you touched on something that, I mean, a lot of uh, fighters uh, are facing is mental health. And now with you not smoking, are you doing anything different of meditation or some kind of different kind of th- uh, like Pilates yoga so you can so you don't pick up the, the weed anymore or take any more pills because you, some, you don't want to take certain medi- uh, medicine that your doctor. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Prescribed, and that's why you take the weed, but now you're taking all of that. Is there something else that you've replaced it with? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely not Pilates. <laughs> Pilates. Yes. Pilates for girls. No, Pilates no. was invented by a boxer. A boxer. Listen to oh. Andre Ward. I'm telling you, that's that's his secret. His entire career, he said to us. For yeah. real? Pilates for real. boxer, man. Yes. No. no. I'm gonna, oh. Evan, Evan, I'm going to send you guys this. Uh, Keyshawn, I'm going to send you the interview, the clip of he talks about Pilates from the very beginning of uh, his trainer put him in Pilates when he was a teenager. I kid you not. I kid you not. It's true. I'm going to tell Andre Ward to send you. I'm going to look that up for sure. I'm I'm going to look that up. Like the the main thing with Pilates is, you know, you have the exterior muscles that look good and the pictures and stuff and the abs and the things. What this does is, uh, what Ward explained to us, it, it develops the muscles underneath that to you know, give you a different label, uh, different uh, level of muscularity in the midsection. And it also is good for your spine. It's good for your, for, I'm- Do you think gymnastics that. people do that? Because they be like OD strong. Do you like people in gymnastics, yes, like high level they gymnastics have, do Pilates? That's why they have really tight cores. You look at ballerinas, they're very strong. They look a, a certain way, but they're very, very tight in the core. That's and why. it was invented by yeah. a male boxer. A male yeah. boxer invented yeah. Pilates. Joseph Pilates. He was a ballerina and also a boxer. Look it up, Keyshawn. I promise you. I will send you the clip to about. Was Andre he straight? Ward. No, not for real. I'm just being all the way on. Was he Because ballerina. Abs- you, but there's, don't know. There, are, there are straight ballet dancers. <laughs> Men ballet. Like ballerina. fully straight, though. <laughs> Andre Ward is. 
Andre Ward is straight. No, no, no. I'm talking ballerina. No, no, no. I'm not no but ballerina. but Andre said the same thing. He said he goes, "This shit's for girls." But he realized for from the very beginning till now, he he preaches it. It is his secret. I kid you not. I'm telling you, Keyshawn, we're we're implement that, and you'll be. You know what? Get Bomax up on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it will be great. But yes. But nah, okay. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna answer your question though. Um what I did replace it with was instead of me smoking, I, I'm a believer of God, Jesus Christ, God. I do a lot of reading now. Um and I do a lot of writing now. And um for just my, my off time when I don't feel like like, you know, doing that. Um I like to watch a lot of movies. I like that. And um, I have a dog. His name is Prince. He's a Frenchie. And oh. uh, I go on walks with my dog and stuff like that. I just literally just be like a person that I don't have to feel like I got to need something to be a person. You understand what I'm saying? I just be like regular. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm not going to say it was hard. For me. It was very challenging for me to stop. But once I put God in it, it was easy. Mm-hmm. I was I've been watching some quotes of yours you said this um this fight is for your respect and as you mentioned with the last fight with this and they took your win away this one is for respect what do you call this part of your career do you you know you're def- not a contender or, or not a prospect and you are continuing to work your yourself up into the top names of the sport so what do you what do you consider this this time in your life and in your boxing career that's a great question. <laughs> I'm. I feel like I'm. Lord have mercy, Mondoos. If it ain't Mondoos, it's nobody. He called me. Honestly, I just feel like mamas. Shout out to mamas. Period. I just feel like this. I'm just becoming like a, a a better man, um, because of God. Um, I'm happy to speak His name. I'm happy to you know say that I stopped smoking because of Him. And I just feel like, you know, he's just making me a better person and um, outside of the ring. And, you know, just, I just feel like that's going to carry over. That's going to carry over in, in, inside the ring. You know, when, I don't know if you're a believer, but if you if you believe and you have faith and you really just will literally work to be a better person every day, then you're going to be that better person. And um, I just feel like I'm just calming down a lot more. Uh, and start to see things for really what it is. And um, it's just going to carry over to the ring. So whatever the fans want to call me, I don't care. They call me a prospect when I win my world title. They can keep calling me a prospect. They can keep calling me a contender. I don't really care what the fans call me. Just um, disrespect me. And, and that's all I go for. To follow up on that, I had seen a quote. Serena or uh, Venus Williams says, when you're a disciplined person and you leave a disciplined life, then that really is the true freedom. Now with this em- embracing God and spirituality, are would you say, are you a more disciplined fight? Because fighters have a certain level of discipline. Even in the midst of all that, you haven't had weight issues. You haven't had any of those type of issues. So is this just the next level of discipline for you, even with the the deeper spiritual walk. Man, I love y'all questions. Y'all, man. <laughs> but but other than that, yes, definitely, like, definitely more disciplined. And I was always, like, if it's a group of elite fighters, I'm the most disciplined. I'm the most, I work the hardest. Understand what I'm saying? I had to talk to Terrence Crawford because I got into his group. I had to step up to his level. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. I put the weed down. 
and the discipline definitely came. I don't be late no more. I used to always be late. <laughs> I don't be late no more and stuff like that. So yes, great question. But yes, that's that's definitely what it is. You just mentioned Terrence Crawford. You are in his camp. Bomac trains you guys. What's something that you've learned from Terrence without him telling you? What you've picked up on him? I, I would say he's a like he's a fucking mean ass fighter, but everybody knows that now. But when I was saying that back then, people didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna say that now. Um, Terrence's determination and his discipline is like out this world. Like Terrence is out here in Vegas right now training. I don't know what the hell he's training for, but he's out here training. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Terrence's determination and his discipline, and this is really his life. Like, he's really like the new era of Floyd Mayweather. Like, he, he, he can't stay out the gym. His competitive nature is beyond outside the ring. This man go crazy in ping pong, chess, darts, pool, you name it. Like, he can, he's great at all. Like, he's really good at all of that stuff. So, it really just converts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply with him in the ring what he really does best and he doesn't like he doesn't play with his boxing shit he doesn't play with his boxing shit and shoot I, I respect Terrence on, on so many levels as a as a father just him being a, his own man you know and shoot how his career turned out for him man I'm just so happy for him and um hopefully he just we just get a chance to see him fight fight again that part <laughs> right for real for sure yeah. so okay so tell me this when you have somebody like that would you want him to train you because i think of somebody like kobe bryant who was exceptional like like terrence is and but then you think of somebody like phil jackson or pat riley who were average coaches or average players but they went on to be great coaches of those teams and brought them to success would you want him to be your, if he wasn't fighting anymore, would you want him to be your trainer? C could it be too intense to have a personality like that be your trainer? Or do you like how that relationship is now as more of like a mentor, mentee kind of thing? Right. Well, the beautiful thing about B&B &B boxing, Bud and Bomat, is um, <laughs> we, get, we get it all in one, man. Like, we got Bomat, we got Coach Shaul, we got Coach Red, and then we got Terrence the fighter. Like we all, we're all in the gym putting our heads together to figure out how to beat the draw. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like even when Terrence Crawford fully retires, he can't stay out of the gym. So he's he's gonna be in the gym saying this, saying that, without me having to be like, yo, be my coach. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this is, like, really a unit. This is really a family. This, these are not, like, B&B is how they carry, like, they carry it like a family. Just like DB3. We carry, me and my brothers, Kelvin and Keon, we carry ourselves as a unit, as a family, because how our mother raised us. So when we came over to B&B, the very first day, we, we, we clicked with them. It was a chemistry, because we think it the same without even talking about it. You know what I'm saying? So, 
to answer your question, Terrence is just going to be that. He's going to be that coach. He's going to be that mentor. He's going to be that that great fighter we see today. And um, like I said, when he fully retired, man, he's, he's still going to be around in the gym. You also have someone, one of your besties, Shakur Stevenson. He's your he ride and dies for you. He stuck up for yeah. you uh, after your last performance, and vice versa after his life's last performance. What has uh, Shakur? What some gems that he's given you? Some advice outside of my real brothers, Kelvin and Keon. Um, I could say I have like you know Shakur is like that big brother in boxing to me. You know what I'm saying? But he was also like during the, he was also there for me on the phone with me when I was in the mental home too. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's that people don't understand. Like it's really that deep. When I was a nobody taking the medication, all that Shakur was around, making sure I was okay. You feel what I'm saying? And that don't get talked about a lot because real recognized, real. We don't got to talk about it. Shakur, man, he just put me in so much positions that I was able to take advantage of for real. Now it's like nowadays I'm my own man. He is old man. Now we we talk about now we 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 meet in the middle now because we are both our own men. But back then, Shakur was my big brother, put me in, in certain gyms to where those eyes need to be on me. And I beat somebody mm. up in sparring. And now mm. people are like, who is that kid? Like Shakur took me to certain fights and had me shake certain hands that I would have never been there without him. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't just the advice he gave me. It was the positions that he put me in that I took advantage of. See, that's dope. That's the mark of a real friendship. When they say when your friend, when people speak your name in rooms that you aren't in, that is the real mark of real friendship. Like just, just really wanting to see, because, you know, sometimes people want you to be as successful as they right. want you to be, but not to surpass them. So I'm happy to hear that about him. He always seemed like a real down to earth kid. So I'm happy to hear that. But clearly family is very important to you. You mentioned your mom already, your brother, Shakur, the B&B dynamic, that's important. But back to your mom, we're both mothers. And you know, so much shine is put on the fathers and by father, son, dude, the father took him to the gym, whatever, whatever. Can you talk a little bit about your mother's role in your boxing career and what that's meant to you? Because I think for me, I love boxing as a reporter, but I don't know if I could be okay with my son or daughter doing that. So just your yeah. mom's role. Oh, <laughs> um, my bubble was a fighter. Like, I want to say a boxer, but her ass was fighting. So when we put gloves on a fight, she's not worried about that. You understand what I'm saying? My pro debut... <laughs> she was on camera saying, she was like, okay, it was like, okay, mother, how you feeling about your son getting his first professional fight? Well, he better go in there and do the damn thing. He he know what time it is. He, he, he looked at her like, damn, my dude was like, <laughs> like, damn. You feel me? But so like she don't she ain't she ain't scared about us putting on some gloves and fighting because she already know her kids. And um just for me, you know, I, I used to do a lot of fighting myself, so I ain't really tripped out putting on no gloves and fighting neither. But outside of my mother, like, my mother, like, is everything to me. Like, mothers speak for itself. I'm going to talk also talk about my sisters. My sister, Shanice Davis, Um, when I had, she was she was the one I was living with when I was going to the mental home and going through that rough patch of my time. And honestly, without my sister, Shanice, seeing what was wrong with me, then who knows how, how I would turned out. You know what I'm saying? Like, my sister, Shanice Davis, like, she played a big part of why I am here today, too. For sure. On top of my oldest sister, our oldest sibling, Chantel Davis, she's, like, the prayer warrior of the family. 
she's the one that keeps the family together. She keeps the family in prayer. In middle school, she used to, because that was like, middle school, I was in gangs and shit. I was kind of like doing a lot of stuff in middle school, getting banked and stuff. <laughs> so like every day in middle school, like she used to pray for me and my brothers before we used to go to school, like pray for them, like cover us. And you know what I'm saying? She used to really pray for us. She used to wake up out her sleep to pray for us to go to school. So like just all the way up until today. So Chantel Davis, like she's the prayer warrior of the family, keep us together, make sure her brothers is okay. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my two sisters, too, Chantel Shanice, on top of my mother, Wanda Davis. Shout out to women. I know. You have lived many lives, Keyshawn, and you're so young. And just always know that keep going. You are stronger than you think. Just when you feel like you're having a bad day, just know that you are stronger than you think. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I didn't think our interview would turn out like this because it's always a fight. I love it. I We love to get who the real person is. And it's like, yes, we could talk about boxing. We could talk about your fighting for draws. Yes, yes, yes. I understand, which we will get to. But, um, we, you know, it's 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 an honor to hear you say that you love our questions because we take our jobs very seriously because we're very passionate about what we do. But yeah. I can tell. I can thank tell. Thank y'all. Shoot, thank I love to do another interview when it's time, for sure. Oh, thank you. All right. So now really heard it. Evan, you heard it. Gabe, you guys heard it. Bob, father, you yeah, heard it. Put them, okay, put yeah. them on the list, Evan. Put them on the list, Evan. <laughs> I, I, I've heard it. Um, yeah, and got about Keyshawn's going to get to training in about five. So just okay. Uh, they I'm good. just going to wrap good, it up. Evan. No, they, they good. They good. good. Oh, Keyshawn, yeah, they, Keyshawn said they good. Okay, good. I, uh, thank make, you. Okay. Okay, okay so thanks. Go ahead, guys. No, the time limit has been removed. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. So. The re- the real reason why we are talking to you is because you are the co-feature. You're fighting Jose Pedraza. You are the co-feature on the Theofimo Lopez versus Ortiz card in Mandalay Bay. Super Bowl weekend. Mm-hmm. Exciting time. Super Bowl. Anytime a big event like that here in Vegas is popping um, on a Thursday. We love Thursday night fights. How do you feel? How are you feeling going in? You're ready to prove yourself why you need to be back in the, in the ring and why you should be getting ready to be in contention mode soon. I think for my previous fights leading up to this is, you know, speaks for itself why I'm in a fight like this. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I was always saying, I'm going to say it again, I respect Pedraza for taking a fight like this. You know, I'm, I'm only 9-0. and 0. He didn't have to fight me. He could have chose a... Uh, a more a name that's just been that just had more experience than me. I'm gonna say that. I'm not even gonna say a bigger name, but mm-hmm. just a name that had more experience, more fights and stuff like that. He could have chose something like that, you know. So him just choosing me not only it speaks volumes for me being a fighter I am, but it just speaks volumes for him. Like damn, he's challenging himself with a young, with a young up and coming fiery. Like I'm not one of them. Y'all see how I'm coming. Like, I'm not one of those soft-ass fighters coming to fight you. You know what I'm saying? So I respect him for, you know, just signing up for a fight like this. And um, I'm knowing that he's going to be on his on his best. Like, he's coming with his best. I feel like this is his last fight. Like, it's do or die. And, um, shoot, <laughs> this is going to be a hell of a fight for sure. For sure. When I think of Pedraza, I think of him. It's a tough fight. You know, he's a battle-tested guy. I think of him in the same category of like these guys like like a Gabe Rosado because you just don't know, you know, anything could happen because he's a tough fight, takes every fight seriously. When you are matched and shout out to him, like you said, for, for taking a fight, how do these fights teach you more about yourself, the fighter? You haven't fought the fight yet. But just even your approach to a fight like this, what are you, are you learning new things about yourself? This training camp showed me how mentally tough I am. Just 
how much can I push, but don't push too much. Where's my body at? Like I said, I stopped smoking now, so I'm having a lot more energy naturally. So it's like, okay, push, 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 but Keyshawn, all right, you're doing too much because now when you spar, you don't feel good in sparring. Like your body is tired. You can't really do what you want. So, okay, now we're going to take a little day off and, and come back and boom, now I'm back to my normal self. I'm sparring great, looking great. Now everybody back confident and stuff like that. So this fight is just showing me how mentally tough I am, man. Like going through things in training camp and figuring it out, overcoming it and, and feeling better. Um, my coaches, all three of them, Coach Randell, Coach Saul, Coach Bomack, on three different days was like, Keyshawn, I think you should take a day off. No, I'm not taking no day off. <laughs> I, I'm fighting Pedraza. Like, no. Is he taking the day off? Like, I don't think so. Like, and like literally, I think people be like misunderstanding, misunderstanding me when I say in our training camps, we train seven days a week, literally, no days off. No days off. So it'd be feeling weird to me when I just take just one day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh this camp just show me how tough I am, man, and how how much I'm pushing each each training session is like surprising myself. Benefits of, of knocking the weed off is when it dulls the senses, now you can be more attuned to your body itself, not just the energy. Now you can be conscious, like, you know, maybe I need to ice this more, whereas you wouldn't have noticed. And you're like, oh, I don't even remember. I messed my knee up. You know, now you know. The more you know. Hey, man, you sound like my mama, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I used to be forgetting it. Did not care either. Like, dang, I forgot to do that. I'm going to do it tomorrow for sure. But yeah, you're right. I'm definitely more conscious and just more aware of my body for sure. And uh, everything that I need to do is, as far as recovery, I'm doing it. And when I don't feel like I need to recover and uh, my strength conditioning coach actually saying, no, do this because you did all, all this workout today, I go and do that. You know what I'm saying? So definitely I'm just more in tune with my body. Sure. I, you know, I saw an interview with Bo Mack and he said, when once you're done with this fight, if you're victorious, you're going to be going for a vacant title. But you you're said not when, you said when when I'm victorious. When and you're victorious, the next fight, uh, I'm not gonna say you when I'm not gonna say you're gonna lose or win. That's all it is. But your fight, whenever you fight for a belt, would be for the vacant. And he said, but it won't be against Shakur Stevenson because that's his homie. And we just had a conversation that homies don't fight, but they do. It's sport. Would you go and fight Shakur for the belt? No. Why? I'm just. It's a, it's a fair yeah, answer. This is a, a safe space. Where, let's dive into this. <laughs> no yeah. one will know. Because <laughs> what I said on this interview, why? Well, okay. Well, well, well. How about this perspective? Okay, so let's look at Bud, who is a great mentor of yours, and he fought Sean, and he and Sean are very close friends. What does 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 he have a perspective on that? I mean, I understand your reason, and I'm not saying you're wrong, but. Has he offered you a perspective on that? Like, what if there's just no choice and you're the guy and he's the guy and there's just no, cho there's just no choice. You're, you're one and two or something and you know, and there's just, do you move up? Do you, does he move up? Like, how do you work that out if you're friends? Um, it's always choices in life. It's always choices in life. Um, let me just put it to you like this. Shakur mother and my mother are friends. Mm. Oh, <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a we'll done deal. <laughs> we'll not only yeah. that, like, like 
I know Shakur entire family, Shakir, Shadir. He got like nine brothers and sisters, cousins, Teray Johnson. Bro, I know his whole family. We used to smoke together. Say less. We know that's a Tupac. Like, I'm, well, this is like, this is a deep relationship. This is not, oh, Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford, they cool and they came up. No. no, it's not one of them. This is me and Shakur, like, outside of us not being physical, like, uh, on paper being like brothers, bro, we're brothers, <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> you know, that would be like, very I just got exciting. the phone with Shakur the other day talking about what he got planned. Like, I'm not up here saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already know how. I know how he gonna get the belts and where he gonna. I I know. You see, you feel what I'm saying? So like, like it's it's really deep. Like Shakur is on the phone with me, making sure I was okay. Like when when y'all didn't know me, yeah. when nobody when nobody knew me, Shakur was there for me. I'm a real individual. Like for real, y'all see, I I don't hide nothing. Like. I remember stuff like that. Like, I would never try to promote a fight with me and Shakur, even though I can do that. And he's a bigger fighter and it'll make a lot of sense and get a lot of publicity and all that shit. I'm not doing nothing like that. That's corny. That's whack. That's, no, that's not realistic. That's not me. But, you know, to be fair, it would be the best to see you guys at the best fighting the best, even though it won't happen. We can do an exhibition, though. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys can do it when you're like old, when you're like old guys. You can do it. You know, do nah, it. We, we can do it when we're young. We can do, we can do an exhibition. We can, we can, we can get y'all a spar match real quick. It ain't going to go out to our record though like that. We can get y'all an exhibition. Yeah, to the money. I, right. I'm not mad at it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but we your... not about to be in training camp. Traded for each other, like what? <laughs> oh no! Mm, mm. That, yeah, and I mean, for the record, Cynthia and I aren't going to fight each other either. No, no, we all love. <laughs> we are all love. All right, Keyshawn, you get back into the gym because you got a big fight February 8th, Super Bowl weekend here in Viva Las Vegas. I'm live on ESPN. You are the co-feature. You're fighting Jose Pedraza. Best of luck to you. And you know what? On your days off, go learn, go take a free Pilates class. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna Let's tweet you. I'm gonna tweet you the clip. Okay, Evan, you are you guys are my witness. I'm tweeting you the clip and you'll be like, oh. God damn. He's going to blow your mind. You're gonna, we are being dead. We're not joshing. We are dead serious. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, that. All right, Keyshawn, uh, best of luck to you. Thank you for taking the time uh, with us, for G- with Giandra and I for Best Moves Boxing Show, period. I'm Cynthia Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf. And that's the businessman. And that's the businessman, Keyshawn Davis. Uh, <laughs> see you guys at the fights. Bye, guys. <laughs>